Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world, where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we discuss our most anticipated movies for the year 2022. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. And this is James here. We're going to do something special since the year just ended and we're in 2022. Now we're going to talk about the most anticipated movies for 2022. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a huge year because, and there there's still movies that we don't even know about that are going to be released this year. They're still movies. under wraps. Like I think Blumhouse has a couple of projects under wraps. And so this isn't even the full list of movies that we'll see, but this is just what we think are the most anticipated films of 2022. And I think people are very excited to get to the movies this year. It's a stacked year. I mean, we have a list of, what is it? 45 films? Yeah, 45. We're going to spend a lot of money this year, except for the AMC, <laughs> AMC Stubbs. AMC Stubbs, kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. But there's a combination of franchise films, blockbusters, superhero heroes and then also great small independent films from filmmakers we love so it looks like this is going to be a big rebound year 2021 was a pretty good rebound year for 2020 but i think that 2022 is going to be big time because theaters didn't really fully open until near the end of the year this year like mid mid year yeah and plus i think this is the year that dc is going to outdo marvel at the box office because there's some big dc movies coming out this year they've been saving which we'll get to but i mean it seems like it's going to be the first time they'll do it but i want to talk about real quick fandango uh, they did an online audience poll about people's anticipation for the year. And so these are some statistics. So 94% of people want to go to the theater more often in 2022 than they did in 2021. 89% were gratified to see new movie releases on the big screen this year, which is great news. 88% are excited by the 2022 lineup of theatrical releases. 86% picked action adventure as one of their favorite genres. And obviously the superhero genre is in there. 80% hope to see five or more movies on the big screen in 2022. And 70% plan to see movies in premium, large-screen formats whenever possible. So I think just this data, even though it's just Fandango, even though it's only people doing online um, surveys and stuff like that, it's still very optimistic news for, I think, what we're going to come have for 2022 with a huge box office year. And also, it's proof that the theaters aren't going to die. People know that the theater experience is different from watching it at home. And I think that audiences will line up to see films when they are events and when they're looking forward to a different experience from like watching it on your phone, watching it on your laptop or in your house. Nothing wrong with that, but there's a big difference between seeing No Way Home on a giant IMAX screen compared to, you know, watching it in your room. So I think audiences are really going to be pulling out to theaters this year. Yeah. Before we continue, the best way to support Raiders of the Lost Podcast is to become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast, where you get awesome perks like our podcast schedule, personalized videos, Patreon shoutouts on the show, as well as weekly bonus episodes. And our new Godfather tier gets a sticker as well as another bonus episode. We also just launched our podcast masterclass online course. So for anyone who wants to improve their current podcast or start a podcast, our 22 chapter 46 video lesson course will give you all the secrets behind the scenes of our show. The link is podcastmasterclass.teachable.com or go to our website, raidersofthelostpodcast.com. It's right there on the homepage. Thank you so much to everybody tuning in around the world. We appreciate you following and subscribing wherever you are. Now let's get back into our list of the most anticipated movies of 2022. And now it's not exactly in order, I would say, of what our tops are. It kind of is sort of, but like I I would say the first 10, it's like our most anticipated movies. And then it's just kind of just a bunch of movies afterwards. Uh But we definitely put our most anticipated for number one. Number one, most anticipated movie of 2022, The Batman. The Batman. Coming out March 4th, directed by Matt Reeves, who did the second of the trilogy in The Planet of the Apes. 
as well as Cloverfield, and this is just hotly anticipated. They just released a brand new trailer the other day, and it looks fantastic. I still have very little... We don't really know what the plot is. We have a sense for the tone and the story, but I think that it's going to really blow people away from what the looks of it is. Yeah, and Matt Reeves is a great director. I mean, let the right one in remake they did with Let Me In is probably the best international to Hollywood ad- adaptation we've ever seen. And then... Um, What's the the monster found footage one he did? Cloverfield. Cloverfield, it's a cool yeah. movie. And then, obviously, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and then War for the Planet of the Apes ensured that that was one of the greatest trilogies ever made in film history. And that's, you know, because of him working with, obviously, the animation and Andy Serkis and everything. So I think he's done. He's a tremendous director. I can't wait to see this movie. I'm beyond excited. It has an absolutely stunning cast. So it's definitely our number one most anticipated film of the year. And then a close second, I have to say, is The Northman. And this trailer just came out two weeks ago, and this is the new film from acclaimed director Robert Eggers, which follows a Northman in his epic revenge thriller, explores how far a Viking prince will go to seek justice for his murdered father. Um, This is co-written by his brother and by Jean, who wrote Lamb. And, you know, we love Robert Eggers. We love The Lighthouse. We love The Witch. And then Alexander Skarsgård is playing the lead in this film. So this is a very, very fun-looking film. Great action. It looks like he's doing a lot of slow, long takes. Huge camera lenses, angles and lenses so that we can see all the action take place. And I hope it's brutal as hell. Super artistic looking, yeah. too. The cinematography is really great. Skarsgård got huge for this movie because yeah. he's already a big guy. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, but he put on a ton of weight because he looks like an actual monster Viking, which is what they used to look like, I'm sure. So it's going to be epic. Can't wait to see. The cast is also stacked with Ethan Hawke. We have um, Anya uh, Taylor-Joy. Nicole Kidman. So there's a ton of great actors in this movie. Can't wait to see it. Number three on our most anticipated movies is the third film from Ari Oster. Well, third theatrical release from him. Disappointment Boulevard and this is uh, actually just to go back the Northman's coming out April 22nd everybody Mm -hmm. Disappointment Boulevard has no release date yet to be determined Ari Aster initially described this as a four hour long nightmare comedy it's supposedly a decade spanning portrait and one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time and it stars Joaquin Phoenix yeah I found some really interesting looking images online of Joaquin on set and he looks very very different from what he usually has white Hair and he's got like balding, yeah, it's like receding hairline. Like the, the ring of yeah. the baldness, and it looks like it's just going to be really bizarre. And I've I've loved to see him do comedy. I think Joaquin's a pretty funny guy from what I've seen in interviews and stuff. I mean, and he there can are be parts of the Joker her. that are funny, yeah, even and... though they're not supposed to be like like <laughs> they're funny in a sarcastic way, <laughs> exactly. But he's, he seems like a funny guy. Next up, we have Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, no release date yet. Martin Scorsese directed this film. They're actually in production right now. And this is about that the famous book which came out, what was it, 10 years ago or so? Something it came like out. that. Members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover during the early days of the FBI. Yeah, and so this is a great book of the same name. True story, incredible true story. I don't want to like spoil too much of the yeah. plot for you, but it's a really in- hor- horrific and, and terrible thing that happened. And I can't wait to see it because Marty's a great director, and I think it's going to be seeing him do like a period piece in this world. It was the, the 1920s. I can't wait because we love when he does period pieces. And it's a, it's a story that's so unbelievable, it's hard to believe that it's true. And I, I couldn't believe that when you showed me the book, I was like, I had never heard of this before. Yeah. It's a really, really insane story. Yeah. Number five, we have Mission Impossible 7 coming out September 30th. No idea what the plot is. All we know is Christopher McQuarrie's directing and writing again. Uh, Carrie Elwes is a new addition. I don't know if he's going to be a villain or part of the squad. Obviously, mm-hmm. the guy from The Princess Good Bride. For him. Uh, so that's a big role for him. And, you know, obviously, Tom Cruise is coming back. Rebecca Ferguson, Simon Pegg. 
Uh, we got Ving Rhames, the whole squad's coming back for the show. And then um, Haley Atwell is going to be the new star added to the film. You're right. She's going to be in both films, I believe. Yeah, and so they're, this is coming out next year, and then number eight's going to be coming out the following year in 2023 because they filmed them back-to-back. What's also very curious is the, the, uh, the superior officer to Ethan in the first film when they have that great um, meeting inside the aquatic uh, restaurant. Well, it's just a, a fish tank. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I, whatever. That guy is going to be in this one. Is he really? Yeah, same character. It's a great scene with the Dutch angles. So I'm very curious. Green light. Green, Green light. light. I'm curious to see what his character will have to do in this film. Yeah, so I can't wait to check it out. The stunts have been incredible. Obviously, we've we've posted them on our social media. Tom literally driving a motorcycle off of a ramp and parachuting down a giant quarry or something. Who Sitting knows on the is. wing of a plane. And upside down. Yeah. Uh, he's doing all sorts of crazy stuff, even, even up in the antes from last time. I believe this is the one. It will be the first feature film that was shot in space at the International Space Station. I believe so. So I yes. think that's what this one is. Possibly. Can't, can't wait. Next up, we have Damien Chazelle's new film, Babylon, which stars Brad Pitt, Tobey Maguire, Margot Robbie, Olivia Wilde, and Samara Weaving. There's no plot out for this, but it's set during, we believe, the silent the silent film era, during the transition into talkies in Hollywood. That's what we think. Um, and this is set to come out uh, December 25th, so Christmas, so... This is being pushed as a big-time Oscar contender. Yeah. And Damien's an incredible director. I think he's one of the best young directors out there. Obviously, Whiplash is great. La La Land's incredible. I think First Man's one of the most underrated movies in the last two decades, best for movie. sure. I think it's his best movie, yeah. too. It's just very underappreciated. Not a lot of people saw it. I mean, how, who doesn't want to watch a movie about Ryan Gosling? People got spaced out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But it's absolutely incredible, and I can't wait for Babylon, December 25th. Oh, yeah, Mission Impossible is September 30th. Sorry, I missed mm-hmm. that. Knives Out 2 is next up at number 7, no date yet. Uh, Ryan Johnson sequel to Knives Out. And so just so everyone knows, this is not a recurring story from the last one. It's just Benoit LeBlanc is coming back with Danny Craig, everyone else is a new character. So so Ana de Armas and everyone else from the last story and the last film, they won't be in this movie. It's just, it's just Benoit is the lead and it's new mystery. And it's got an amazing cast. Ethan Hawke, he looks like he might be the, one of the biggest villains of the film. Dave Bautista's in it as well. And a bunch of other great actors. And it looks like it's set mostly on the water on a big yacht, which is going to be fun. Yeah, they filmed in Greece. Wow. And so this is this one's coming out next year. I think the third one will be coming out the year after, or 2024. Yeah, they're filming them back-to-back. Not like on the same shooting schedule, but like pretty close to one another because Netflix wants them out fast. Yeah, they do. Streaming wars, man. We're getting and, that content out fast. And then another Netflix film is The Gray Man, which is being directed by, written and directed by the Russo brothers, which is adapted by the book of the same name. They don't have a release date yet for this, but this is going to star the heavyweights Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, as well as rising star Anna de Armas and Billy Bob Thornton. In Europe, a CIA operative termed assassin looks to evade mysterious forces as he tries to save the lives of the daughters who don't know he exists Sounds like a really interesting plot. This is supposed to be a really great book. I'm not sure who's playing the gray man. I I think if, if it's Gosling, that, that sounds like it could be cool if he's the lead, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I would see Gosling is a better lead actor than Chris Evans if it's going to be one of them too. And I can't wait to check it out because the Russo brothers are amazing directors. What they pulled off first with Captain America Winter Soldier, and then they took over the Marvel franchise yeah, with Civil the Avengers Wars, films yeah. and doing Endgame and Infinity War. Like, wow, like what incredible visionary directors. So this is going to be their first film since Endgame, so I'm very excited to check it out. Uh, number nine, we have The Flash coming out on November 4th, directed by Anthony Muschietti. This is obviously starring Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck, uh, Michael Keaton, but also, I didn't realize until I just looked what? this up, there are some actors from Man of Steel in this, so Michael Shannon and then Anse Trow are in this film, and so obviously Michael Shannon plays 
uh, the villain in Zod. Man of Steel is General Zod. And Entre Trow is like his right-hand his assassin general in that film. So I am just obviously thinking, <clears throat> top of my head, how is Henry Cavill not going to be in this as, Man of, as, as Superman? He's got to be. He's, if they're in this, Man of Steel has to be in there. Superman has to be in there. Wow, this is very interesting. Like, there's no way Cal's uh-huh. not in this movie now. I didn't. I literally just found this out this morning. And are they confirmed? Like on IMDb, they're on the cast list. Yeah, on really? IMDb and everything. Really? And That's I, crazy. I didn't know. The plot is unknown, and we think it's it's obviously setting up the multiverse in the DC world. And I wouldn't be surprised maybe if we get another Batman besides Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. So Andrew Garfield's gonna show up too. <laughs> that sounds cool. I am very hopeful and optimistic now that Henry Cavill is gonna have maybe his final appearance as Kal-El or yeah. maybe a new resurgence so. as Kal-El because if anyone was born to be that role it is Cavill. Next up we have a movie coming out in five months which I'm so excited about. May 27th get your tickets for Top Gun Maverick IMAX obviously. <laughs> Directed by Joseph Kuzinski who did Tron Legacy and Oblivion. Tom Cruise stars in this reprising his role as Maverick as well as Jennifer Connelly and Miles Teller leads a young cast of new pilots after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous te- fi- test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. I cannot wait for this film. The trailer looks awesome. They filmed these with great um, state-of-the-art cameras capturing real footage of these jets in the air, and I cannot wait to see this. Yeah, and Tom's not actually flying jets, but he's inside the jets yeah, while they're, they're actual, going like, yeah. full speed and everything. So I can't wait. The cinematography looks incredible. Some of the shots they got. And obviously, Tom Cruise is going to have two huge movies this year. I can't wait to check out both of them. And when I saw this what trailer, a year, huh? when I saw this trailer in theaters, though, I was like blown away yeah. how good it looks. Because when the news came out last year, like, oh, Top Gun's going to—they're making another Top Gun. It's like, oh, can't—yeah, I'm sure it'll be good, but you know, there's a chance they could still mess it up. But now I'm thinking, like, Tom's the man; he never messes up anymore. And Joseph Kaczynski is a very underrated director. I really enjoy Tron Legacy, and I think Oblivion is a very underrated sci-fi film. Yeah, his films have just always missed. Um, have they just have missed the mark on screenplays in terms of the storytelling. A little the vi- long. The visuals have always been fantastic. Yeah. Number 11, we have The Pale Blue Eye. This is no release date. This is the next film from Scott Cooper. Yes. Starring Christian Bale, Gillian Anderson, Harry Melling, Timothy Spall, Robert Duvall. Um, great cast. Harry Melling's all over the place yeah. now. He's obviously Very talented. Dudley Darcy. Uh, it follows a veteran detective who investigates the murders helped by a detail-oriented young cadet who will later become a world-famous author, Edgar Allan Poe. So, I, obviously, I think Harry, Harry Melling is playing Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. That's my assumption. Can't wait to check it out, obviously. Oh, man, Christian Bale in a dark period piece investigating murder? He Just doesn't take do, my yeah, money. Because he doesn't do many period oh, pieces. Man. Like He did Little Woman, obviously, early in his career, yeah. and then The Prestige was a great period piece, but he's not in a ton, so I yeah. can't wait to check it out. Man, I love him in period pieces, so yeah, I'm so excited for this. And he's made two really great movies with Scott Cooper, Into the Out of the Furnaces. Really a sensational film. Really underrated. Yeah, it's so good. Check, Put that on your watch list, everybody. Yeah, out of the furnace. Out of the watch furnace. it this weekend. So underrated. Next up, we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. After several delays due to injuries from Letitia Wright, this film is coming out, they say, November 11th in 2022. So we'll keep that. It might be up in the air, but it seems like that's their final release date. This is also going to star the cast from earlier, including Lupita Nyong'o, Martin, Martin Freeman, and Daniel Kaluuya. This plot is unknown. Uh, we know very little about the film. We don't even know who the next Black Panther is going to be, although we have our money on Letitia Wright, so we'll see what happens. But yeah. obviously everyone's very excited for this. I can't wait to check it out. Obviously, it's going to be a difficult film, I'm sure, to make and watch, especially with Ryan Coogler. I'm sure it's a hard process to do the second film without Chadwick Boseman. 
And with Letitia Wright's severe injuries, it delayed the the production for several months. So I'm actually kind of skeptical if they actually get this finished and released in November 2022. But obviously anything's possible. Marvel, they're very efficient. You know, they have this new, like, this sort of, like, factory filmmaking style. It's it's incredibly, like, it's like factory line, like Henry Ford with cars. It's, like, super fast. <laughs> so I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled it off, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it's delayed to 2023. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And the plot, again, is unknown November 11th. Check check your dates for that. And a, a couple horror films now. We have The Black Phone, which is going to come out June 24th, directed by Scott Derrickson, who did the first Doctor Strange film as well as Sinister. This is going to star Ethan Hawke, and he plays the villain of this film. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving phone calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. This looks like a crazy horror film. Yeah, they actually started just like a couple months ago rolling trailers out for this, and it was supposed to come out, I believe, in January or February. Yeah. And then it just got delayed about a week and a half ago, all the way pushed back to June 24th. The trailer looks really, really good. And then the first trailer wasn't as great as the second trailer that came out, and the second one made it look even better. I'm telling you, it's a combination of test screenings and how well-received the trailer was online that the studio was like, Let's go for summertime and make the big bucks of this. Yeah, if they're dropping a horror movie June 24th, they that, think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm it's sure good. it's going to be really good because I really like Sinister. I just don't yeah. like the sequel. And Ethan Hawke and Scott Derrickson work really well together. Exactly. Number 14, we have Nope, July 22nd. This is the third film from Jordan Peele. The plot is unknown. Uh, it's going to star Steven Yen, Daniel Kaluuya, who's having a huge 2022 already, and Kiki Palmer. The lead role was actually offered to Jesse Plemons, but he had to turn it down due to scheduling conflicts. And for him acting in Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese's film that we talked about earlier, which are shooting at the exact same time. So that would have been great to see Jesse Plemons in a Jordan Peele movie. That would have been a great choice. Yeah, because he does comedy well. He did comedy well in Game Night. Yeah, but then it seems that either Steven or Daniel has taken over the lead role in front of him instead of him. So I'm not sure which one will be the lead character, but... Can't wait to check it out. There's an image that's it. My guess about this movie is it's, uh, it's about aliens. I think so, too. Because it looks like the inst- there's a cloud above a town with a, a trail of flags. Uh, or kites? Looks like a, a balloons. A, 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 a flag, a little banner, uh-huh. like a decoration, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. decorative thing. And it looks like it's a spaceship hiding in a cloud. That's my guess. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Jordan Peele doing a horror alien movie. Sign me the hell up. Take yeah. my money twice. Yeah, I'm just curious why the, it's called Nope. I'm very curious. All right, next up we have... White Noise, which does not have a release date yet, but this is Noah Baumbach's next film, which is going to star Adam Driver, Rafi Cassidy, Jodie Turner-Smith, and Don Cheadle, and follows a year in the life of Jack Gladney, a professor who has made his name by pioneering the field of Hitler studies. So obviously, if you saw a marriage story... You obviously can't wait to see this movie as much as we can because Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson gave incredible performances. That was a heart-wrenching film. The script was incredible, and I think Noah Baumbach's a terrific director. I can't wait to see this movie because I think him and Adam Driver just have like this thing that they're, that they're going with, and I think they found some some sort of spark and magic in a marriage story. Well, they made a film before that together mm-hmm. as well with um, Ben Stiller and Naomi Watts Oh, the um, Amanda Seyfried. What's it called? I can't remember what it's called, but it's good too. The um, the Meyerowitz? No. No, no, that's something it's else. before that one. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. It's not important. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> All right, number 16. It's incredible we're at number 16, and we're just about to talk about Avatar 2. 
which is nuts because that should be like in the top 10, but I guess not for us. Coming out December 16th, the much-anticipated sequel from James Cameron writing, directing this. And the first one came out in 2009, so this is a crazy 12, 13-year difference between the release of the first and the sequel, which basically means that James Cameron has been developing all sorts of new technology <laughs> for 13 years. For He's going to blow films. our minds again. Because we're going to have a new Avatar movie every two years, so it's going to be 2022, 2024, 2026, 2028. Eight. So and it's we'll, gonna it's gonna be like the next Marvel. I think it, they might be taking over maybe. Marvel. Spot. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll make some TV shows. But the interesting thing about this film is everyone's returning. Even Sigourney Weaver's character Grace is coming back. Uh, the Colonel is coming back, even though he died. So both those characters are dead in the first one, but they're coming back somehow. I don't know if it's the through tree, Awa through Awa the Tree yeah. of Life, or through maybe Awa. maybe both. Maybe Grace is coming back from Awa, and then the Colonel's coming back from Advanced corporate technology who knows but it's pretty interesting that pretty much everyone who died is coming back uh sign me up man take my money can't I'm wait very, I'm, i can't wait i'm so so looking forward to seeing a trailer and the first footage from this thing and you should see we we obviously did an episode in avatar a couple weeks ago if you tuned into it and we posted a, a bunch one. of clips on our social medias but so many people were talking smack about avatar yeah. 2 in the sequel and anthony's like everyone dubs james cameron everyone talks smack and yeah, he even said in that do. episode like everyone's talking smack about james cameron with this movie avatar is they're gonna say it's a, it's a bomb yeah and i'm i'm like all on anthony's train i'm like dude he's right he's, he's gonna pull something crazy off he always hits a home run every time He's a thousand percent batting average. All right, next up, except for Piranha Two. Actually, no, you can say that was a success though. Yeah, he he turned it into a success. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Bullet Train, which comes out July fifteenth. Five of fa- five assassins aboard a fast moving bullet train in order to f- in find out that all of their missions have something in common. This is directed by David Leach, who just recently did Hobbs and Shaw. Didn't he do one of the uh, John Wick movies? Too? He's the co-director of the John Wick films. Okay, but and the, he did Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool and Hobbs and Shaw were her first solo, his first solo films. <laughs> and then this stars a really stacked cast, including heavyweights Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock and rising star Joey King. Can't wait to check this out. I don't know what it's going to be about. It seems sort of like, I guess, um, Train to Busan with Assassins or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a right. blast. I mean, Brad Pitt in action movies, he hasn't, I feel like he doesn't do a ton any, as he used to. So I can't wait to check it out, him in action heavy role. Yeah, him and Sandra, too. I'm, I'm very, I'm looking forward to seeing them on screen. And they're also making The Lost City, which is coming out in 2022. Oh, with, yeah, Channing Tatum. With Channing Tatum, yeah. which, sorry, didn't exactly make our list, I don't think. No. But that's coming out in 2022. Yeah. How did you not put it on this list? <laughs> because we had to put movies like number 18, Spider-Man Across <laughs> the Spider-Verse. The much-anticipated sequel to Into the Spider-Verse coming out October 7th. This is going to be directed by Joaquin Dos Santos, Ken Powers, Justin K. Thompson. It's going to star, obviously, Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld reprising their roles. It stars Miles Morales returning for the next chapter of the Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join the forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. Did you see how I, sp- how I spelled Haley Stanfield's name? Yeah, that's why, that's why I said it right when I said <laughs> I, sp- it. I spelled her name S-T-A-N-F-E-I-L-D. Horrible Stan typo. Stanfield. Stanfield. <laughs> F- <laughs> At least you spelled Haley right. Did I? I wasn't sure. Yeah, you, you got it's it. The, got the double E like Timothy Chalamet. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how you spell her yeah, name. I think so, yeah. So I'm pretty interested to see this. I kind of wish they would have done like a more grounded one with, with like Miles by himself. No, you know, city. they got to get everyone in but there. But I know it's it's the Spider-Verse, so obviously it's yeah. going to be multiverse. But we'll see. I'm sure it'll be cool to watch a bunch of Spider-Men working together and Spider-Woman to do their attacks and nice defend the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. See, I like to say multiple <laughs> nouns and pronouns. and <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> I saved it. <laughs> Next up, we have... Day Shift. 
This is uh, yet to be uh, announced for a release date, but a hardworking blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter and his mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. This is directed by J.J. Perry and stars Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco. So I'm, I'm looking forward to Jamie Foxx in a vampire-killing comedy. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah Jamie Foxx is awesome. Give me, get him in an action movie, killing vampires. I love vampire movies, so this should be a good time. 100%. Check it out. And yeah, you said there's no release date, right? Nope. No, sir. To be determined. Back into our most anticipated films of 2022. Next up at number 20, we have Black Adam. The plot is unknown. This is a spin-off from Shazam. Centering on the film's anti-hero, Black Adam, played by Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. This guy's career from being WWE superstar, WWF, I'm sorry, superstar to biggest movie star on the planet is absolutely insane. This is going to be directed by Jamey Colette Serra, who's a very solid director. He did Jungle Cruise. He did The Shallows, which I I think is a very strong uh, shark film. Yeah, Shallows is good. He did Orphan, so I think it's in solid hands. The first teaser we got looks epic. It looks so cool. I mean, when he kills that guy with the lightning, it's, it's it's pretty great. Not bad at all and black adam will be hitting theaters on july 29th next up we have thor love and thunder but before we get into it how about we head on into our intermission let's do it let's have a little fun so we'll begin with our movie quote competition and this is for me i used to use this little gun when i was a prostitute (laughs) that's a great quote (laughs) this is danny mcbride and pineapple express yes sir red (laughs) Had y'all over for dinner. We had fish tacos. That's all y'all do me. (laughs) All right, here's my quote. Dear God, what is it like in your funny little brains? It must be so boring. Hmm. Say it one more time. Dear God, what is it like in your funny little brains? It must be so boring. Oh, man, this is tough. Good quote. Sounds familiar, but I don't know if I know it. I'm going to guess our Edgar Wright movie, but I don't know. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, man. Good one. Got me. All right. Guess this movie release year. Beverly Hills Cop. 1980. Eight. Four. Damn it. That was a big year. 84. I feel like a lot of great movies came out. Yeah, I think so. We should do an episode on that. Your turn. What year did Sherlock air on BBC? Ooh, good question. It was a while. It was a lot longer ago than I think people remember. I'm gonna say 2010. Correct. Nice, nice job. It's an old show. If you think yeah. about it, man. Especially because we get, we didn't get it until it was already out for Plus, a year. Yeah, and if you look at season one, like images of Benedict, he looked super young. Like that was a while ago. And the camera quality was still like pretty early days of digital yeah. filmmaking. So yeah, old show. Cool. Movie pop quiz time. What was the first James Bond film? Oh, um, shoot, what's it called? Um, Came out in 1962. Oh, man. What's it? Honor Majesty's Secret Service? No. Dr. No. Dr. No. First one, Sean Connery. Damn it. Good question. Thanks. What famous whistleblower did Benedict Cumberbatch play? Is this that movie, The Courier? No, that's his, that's um, just a World War II film where gotcha. he plays an agent. Whistleblower. 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 Oh, oh it's, it's in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. What's the character's name? Real, real life whistleblower. Yeah. Not Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, okay. Real right. life whistleblower. 
Okay. That's fiction. Real life whistleblower. <laughs> like the guy who blew a whistle? Or... Yes, exactly. <laughs> so like the end of Prisoners, when he hears a whistle, it's actually better to cover back. <laughs> okay, well, you, I was going to guess that next. You're not yeah, tell figured. All right. Real li- I'm trying to think. What's he been in? I don't know. Julian Assange. Oh. Assange. Yeah, he played Julian Assange like five years ago. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, everyone did. <laughs> everyone did. All right, who we got for um, Hater of the Week? You got anyone? Yeah, we got a few. Any real f- ones or, or just, just fun have, ones? We have a real one. A real one? Uh, yes, we have a real one. Then we have some funny ones. <laughs> okay. So I posted a clip today. I think it was like a Harry Potter clip. And then Tom Biel- Tom Bieldman wrote, I have yet to hear something new or not well known from these guys. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a couple of unsubscribe. So Sean Gorey rightfully called me out in my Don't Look Up review. Kid Cootie, unsubscribe. <laughs> it's so funny because you were telling us, you tell me and someone else about the, the review you just gave. And you're like, yeah, and there's this, this scene with Ariana Grande and this rapper, I think his name was Kid Cootie. And we were both <laughs> like, oh my God, dude, it's Cuddy. <laughs> It's not my thing. It's hey, not my he's thing. not big in pop culture, everybody. Nah. I no. know who Ariana Grande is, though. Yeah, everyone knows who that is. All right. <laughs> Kid Cootie. <laughs> and then Tommy Stark commented in our Spider-Man episode, the old one. He's like, I hope you guys haven't given away that Spider-Man poster yet. If so, I'll unsubscribe. <laughs> I was like, you're too late, bro. Actually, speaking of Tommy Stark, that fan also posed a question to us if you want to have a little fun with answering this. Sure. So he sent us a question. He said... How would you two feel if Doctor Strange casted a spell that made one of you completely forget about the other? Uh, I mean, that'd be pretty sad. That'd be weird. Yeah. Do you think, like, if, like, I, let's say I forgot about you and the spell, you think I'd go crazy, like, who are you? You're a clone, <laughs> and, like, try to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd try to kill me. But, but wouldn't... I would, I would just say you have you have amnesia. No, but still, like, what if you spent your entire life not no, knowing you that you never had a twin, didn't exist, and then all of a sudden there's someone who looks exactly like you in the room with you, looking at you, and you're like, "Who the fuck are you? I'm gonna kill you." And then you call your mother, and your mom's like, "You don't have a twin. What are you talking about?" <laughs> oh yeah, because everyone because that's the way that if that's the way the the spell worked, like in in No Way Home, because everyone like Peter Parker doesn't exist, so you wouldn't exist anymore. I understand. So you would be murdered. Well, his by question me. was just us, though, pertaining to just us. So I don't I I feel like I would attack you out of fear. It'd be the last thing you ever did. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for a world of pain. It's <laughs> a good quote, Tommy. Are there any others unsubscribes? I have a top comment. All right, who you got? I posted a Forrest Gump clip. Um and then D Fodry wrote my mom refused to believe that Garrison East actually had legs after seeing this movie. <laughs> she thought he always used prosthetics in his other movie roles. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. All right. Uh, we have a great five-star review from Ninja Jacob Obean 16 Best podcast out there. This is my favorite podcast ever. I gain a new love for film and those involved through the knowledge I gained from these two brothers. Wish it were available in IMAX, though. <laughs> <laughs> great review. Thanks so much, Jacob. <laughs> it's so funny. All right. Um, on this day in film history, today is January 6th, 2006. Hostel and Grandma's Boy were released. In 2015, The Revenant was released. In 2016, Star Wars The Force Awakens broke the North American box office record, passing $760 million taken by Avatar. And happy birthday to Rowan Atkinson. 
and Eddie Redmayne. And on this day in 1997, sadly, Catherine Scorsese passed away, Martin's, Martin Scorsese's mother. And now it's time for our Godfather tier shout out. Today we are shouting our good friend Andy Walker out. He uh, just joined our Godfather tier. He's been a big supporter of the show and friend of ours. So we appreciate your support, Andy. You're, you're the, the best. You're the best, Andy. We always talk on Twitter all yeah. the time. Every time I tweet, we tweet back and forth. He's good, a good guy. Good guy. Now we have a couple of Q&A questions from fans. Well, first, I have a streaming recommendation. Oh, yeah, let's hear. Being the Ricardos on Amazon Prime. Aaron Sorkin's new film just came out. Nice. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. Oh, cool. I'll have to check it out. All right, here's for a couple of questions. So Kennedy, Ly- Kennedy Lynn, a good friend of ours, who are your favorite actresses of all time, and who, in your opinion, is the best actress? I think Meryl is obviously the best actress of Meryl's all time. Meryl's the best actress. And I, I would say, like, um, uh, Viola Davis is, like, second place for me for, like, I think she's Talent absolutely wise, incredible. Yeah. I think Kate Blanchett is definitely up there. Natalie Portman is very, very talented, too. My favorite? Um, Kate Blanchett's my favorite. Yeah, and then, didn't, I, didn't, didn't that, isn't that how I... We played a game recently, like a drinking Heads game. Heads up. Heads up, and that was like... <laughs> it's not a drinking game. <laughs> well, people are drinking. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the the answer was Kate Blanchett, and I was like, uh, your favorite actress. You were like, Kate Blanchett! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would, I had 10 people screaming in my face. <laughs> I would say maybe ScarJo would be my favorite actress. I think she's a cool, great. Cool pick. Because she does everything so well. And then... <clears throat> What's the next big step for your podcast? This is a question from Jorge Aparicio. Next big step, I would say, increase is to our viewership at least quadruple it yeah. in twenty twenty two, especially our YouTube subscribers, and then also our audio platform downloads. We want to get it. We want to get a million downloads per month. Yeah, is what we want. Yeah, that'd be absolutely incredible. Yeah, and so. just to keep growing, and then you know, eventually, hopefully, be able to have like directors and like actors and screenwriters on like yeah. big big names. That'd be super cool. Yeah, that yeah. that would be like a huge goal, I think, for twenty twenty two. Hundred percent. All right, and then my streaming recommendation is the Harry Potter reunion on HBO Max. All right, January super 1st. fun. And then that coincided with our episode, our Harry Potter quiz competition, which posted on Monday, which was a lot of fun. It was a laugh riot. Quite a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> quite a hoot. <laughs> All right, let's get back into our most anticipated movies of 2022. 21, Thor, Love and Thunder. This is coming out on July 28th. This is the sequel, not much known plot-wise. Uh, we know Taika Waititi's coming back, and then we have Chris Hemsworth. Natalie Portman's coming back. Christian Bale is the villain. Who's playing? What's his na- character's name? Something the killer or something like something, God, God killer. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. We and, do, and we we know that Natalie Portman is going to be the new Thor. Hemsworth, I, I'm sure Thor Thor is going to lose his hammer, but he'll have a different weapon, and still he can control his electricity without the hammer we've seen in the past. So that'll be fine for him. And then I'm just uh, really looking forward to this. Looks like it's going to be a fun, big action heavy film. Christian Bale is playing Gore, Gore. the God Butcher. The God Butcher. Whoa. Let's go. There's uh, set photos online of him. He's all like white with a white like gown and stuff. It looks pretty cool. Nice. And then we have Salem's Lot, which comes out on September 9th. This is a horror film based upon the Stephen King novel of the same name about a writer who travels to a town where the people become vampires, directed by Gary Doberman. And so this is one of Stephen King's most iconic books. I've always wanted to read it. I just always forgot about it. But I remember mom was always a big Stephen King fan, and I'm pretty sure she read it. But I just remember hearing about it in pop culture. Wasn't there a movie made about it decades ago that wasn't in the that 70s. great? Yeah. And so it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's okay. We love vampire movies, and it seems like it's going to be a good take on it. And so this writer travels to this town, and he has to try to stop vampires that are just 
out. Like, no, he just befriends them and hangs, he just out, hangs with out with them. Yeah. Writes their life stories. <laughs> <Just> chilling. <laughs> Vampire diaries. <laughs> then we have a big one. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is coming out May 6th. The plot is still unknown, but a trailer just came out on the tail end of Spider-Man No Way Home. And it just looks visually monumentally big. Uh, has a huge cast, including Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen returning. Directed by Sam Raimi, which I'm sure he's very excited to get back into comic book movies. And it's, this looks like a pretty wild film. I'm expecting one of the best Marvel films ever. I'm expecting like top 10 Marvel movie because Sam Raimi is such a great director. And then the cast is great. We have Scarlet Witch coming into play. And it seems we got like evil Doctor Strange and like nice Doctor Strange or multiple <laughs> Doctor Strange, the variants and stuff like that. So it's going to be a trippy movie. The yeah. visuals look incredible. She would tell is coming back. Um, we don't know if he's going to be a villain or, or a protagonist. He's got dreads. Yeah, he looks, looks pretty, totally different. I think his character design looks awesome. So, And he could be a variant or another dimensional Mordo. All these variants. They're just I'm all, already all over the place. I'm already confused. Yeah. I'm like, you've lost me already. <laughs> how many How many Scarlet Witches and Wanda's are they going to be? Well, maybe there's an evil, maybe there's an evil Scarlet Witch, an evil Wanda versus versus a good Wanda. Imagine if like evil Doctor Strange and evil Wanda team up, and they have like a evil family. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't love Doctor Strange. You don't know about the evil one yet. Yeah, maybe. Maybe mm. the evil one loves him. You're right. Well, it's gonna be epic. Can't wait to check it out. Uh, number twenty four on the list, we have Jurassic World Dominion coming out June tenth. Plot is kept under wraps, but they did release a cool, like, 10-minute prequel to the opening of the it's movie. It's an epilogue. It's like an epilogue of, like, dinosaurs in the natural habitat. So it looks pretty cool. Um, they've dropped some photos, and it looks really great. There's a photo of Bryce Dallas Howard stuck, stuck in a swamp, and then there's a photo of Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt catching a dinosaur, and then also him... Um, on a motorcycle evading a raptor, which looks really cool. And there's one of him doing like his training things to other different kinds of dinosaurs. So this is coming from director Colin Trevorrow again, who did the last one. And, you know, it's Jurassic World. It's giant dinosaurs, $200 million <laughs> movie. So you got to kind of check it out. Next up, I'm very excited about the Death on the Nile, which is Kenneth Branagh's new film about Hercule Perrault. He uh, did a, a murder on the Orient Express that came out four years ago, which was awesome. And now this comes out February 11th, so it's coming out very soon. I can't wait to see it. While on vacation on the Nile, Hercule Perot must investigate the murder of a young heiress. This has an absolutely stacked cast, including Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Kenneth Branagh, Letitia Wright, Rose Leslie, and many more. Yeah, it's pretty interesting because Army Hammer's obviously got a significant role in this film, but the trailer, they caught him out as much as possible. But it seems like it is inevitable, like they have to keep him in completely for yeah. the, the role in the character. But it's too bad for the marketing. I think it, they obviously were expecting to push this huge name and during the marketing campaign. He's, he's, the, he's the top billed yeah. actor on the him film. Him and Gal are the marquee names. Yeah. And then everyone else is just supporting. So even Kenneth Branagh, he's not like the super, super famous like they are. Mm -hmm. So obviously, it's not what they wanted for the film, but. I think this film looks visually well shot and made. Uh, the last film was really fantastic. I think Kenneth Branagh blew me away with Belfast, and I can't wait to see this film. Number 26, we have Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. This is coming out April 15th, so pretty damn soon. This is the third film in the Fantastic Beasts franchise, again directed by David Yates. We have Jude Law is reprising his role as Albus Dumbledore. Mass Mickelson is taking over the role of Grindelwald that Johnny Depp was in. And then Eddie Redmayne is coming back as well as a bunch of new characters. And the trailer looks pretty fun. It looks like a good time. And we get a look at a little bit of this adventure. We get a look at the war that Grindelwald is starting. And 
I think the action looks pretty great. We see a lot of great duels between Dumbledore and I, I don't know if he fought Grindelwald in the trailer, but Credence, Credence he fights in the trailer looks pretty epic. Yeah. So, do you know the twist from about Credence from the last film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Well, I don't want to spoil it in case no one's seen oh, okay, it. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Come on. I don't That's a great to... way of avoiding the question. I don't want to spoil <laughs> movies. So, yeah, Credence is a very powerful wizard and looks like he's going to be the, the one of the main villains as well as Grindelwald in this film. And also, this is... A screenplay that was originally written by J.K., and then it was rewritten by Steve Clovis, who was the— <laughs> You always say Clovis. Steve, well, you don't even know what it, what it is, how to say it. I looked up in an interview. It's Clovis. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was this interview? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You say Clovis. Fake news. <laughs> you say Clovis all you want, man. Yeah, I'll say whatever I want. <laughs> You're not friends with him. <laughs> you don't know him personally. <laughs> What if he listens to the show? He's like, God damn, he always says Clovis. <laughs> I'm going to say Clovis. So anyways, he wrote it. <laughs> and he did all the other films except for Order of the Phoenix. Yes. Now, number 27, we have Violence of Action, which was originally called The Contractor, which sounds like a, <laughs> a repairman. <laughs> like, maybe they're like, the accountant with Ben Affleck. Now we have The Contractor with Chris Pine, who is the star of this film, directed by Tariq Sela. Comes out April 1st. And after being involuntary discharged, involuntarily discharged from the Marines, James Harper, played by Chris Pine, joins a paramilitary organization in order to support his family in the only way he knows how. Killing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like uh, Wrath of Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Uh, Chris Pine's awesome, so we'll see how this turns out. It doesn't have that great of a cast, so I'm, I'm unsure. But we'll I'll wait to see a trailer. And then we have... The new Elvis biopic, which are, they're just calling Elvis right now. I'm not sure they have a, a final name yet. But this film comes out June 24th and uh, is directed by Baz Luhrmann. Stars Tom Hanks and Austin Butler as the legendary rock um, icon. And this is just a look at the life of Elvis Presley's um, career in personal life. Yeah, I remember he got cast a couple of years ago. It seems like it's been waiting for this movie for a while now. Well, they had to shut down production all of, of last year because yeah. of COVID. That's right. They so. were they were filming when COVID happened because oh, remember when Tom yeah. Hanks was made that video with his wife? Um, that he had COVID? Yeah, he, and he had the, the bald head. Yeah. It's because he had a shaved head for the wig he was wearing gotcha. for, for this so, film. So they didn't get it in in time, you're right. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so they they shut down after only like a week of filming, so they I, had to yeah. reboot it up. Curious to check it out. I feel like, I feel like biopics are usually hit or miss. Yeah. Generally. So this especially music biopics. Yes. And also Austin Butler, um, he looks he looks pretty close to Elvis, but I mean, I think if you want to make an Elvis movie, you gotta do it with Miles Teller. He looks just like him. I think maybe they want someone with like the hair. Like he's got great hair like like Elvis. Miles, had. Miles has great hair. Yeah, I guess, but like Austin Butler's hair is like Elvis, like the thickest hair like you can find. Like you know he's, I mean? he's like Mace hair. Yeah. He's got a nice hair, yeah. But I just think Miles Teller looks so much like him. Kind of, yeah. If you, I can see he, that. He, they look, he was actually trying to get it made with him as Elvis for mm -hmm. a few years, but I, it just never happened. He does kind of look like him. You're yeah. right. Next up, we have the new Pixar Disney film, Lightyear, which comes out June 17th and tells the origin story. <laughs> Fuzzy Lightyear Origins <laughs> and his adventures to infinity and beyond. And it's a, it's a fun take on the character where we learn – the person that the toy Buzz Lightyear was inspired by for a Toy Story. And um, Chris Evans is going to be voicing Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, directed by Angus McLean. Love Pixar, so obviously can't wait to check it out. Origins. Origins. Number 30, we have Aquaman. Oh, when's Woody Origins coming out? Yeah. <laughs> Tim is like a, like a Western a, oh. sheriff. <laughs> There's a snake in your boots. <laughs> That's the plot of the movie. He has to get a snake out of his You're boots. You're my favorite deputy. 
<laughs> oh man alright number 30 Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming out October 16th the plot is unknown James Wan is back directing I like the first Aquaman I thought it was like a little slow wasn't a huge fan of the villains but I think that the second one looks actually pretty incredible with the images that we've got so far by the way sorry for all my coughing guys I'm a little under the weather yeah he's been coughing for like a week pal yeah it's, it's okay I'll yeah, be fine so, so all the coughing and, and throat clears that's Anthony not James okay I just want to make that clear I haven't cleared my throat once <laughs> I'm, I'm having a trouble, bad time over here maybe I should just do the rest solo. No, I could do this. <laughs> Just take it easy, man. So yeah, Aquaman. See, you, sh- this, you should have warmed your voice up. This is why I warmed my voice up for five minutes. It was minutes. already sick before we started. It, it, warming it up wouldn't have changed anything. You, did you call yourself an it? You're not an it. You're a person, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Next, next up, we have Creed 3. We don't know the plot of this yet or who Creed's fighting. Probably the son of, uh, what's his name from the third one? <laughs> from the A-team. From the A-team? Yeah. Oh, um... Uh, oh, what's his name? I can't remember. Anyways. Liam Neeson? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the original Mr. A- T. Mr. T. Mr. T. <laughs> he's, fight, he's fighting Little T. <laughs> so, but uh, what's really cool about Creed 3 is Michael B. Jordan is directing it. And I believe they're in pre-production or actually in production at the moment. So it'll be ready soon. So, okay, so from Rocky 3, you're right. He yeah. has to fight. Um, he, he fights Mr. T in Rocky 3. Yeah, Mr. T. What's his character? Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Yeah, that's yes, his name. Yes. So maybe his son. Or, but they're going to run out of son suit. <laughs> <laughs> like Creed Even 4. Drago's son. Creed 4, who's he going to fight? His like? own son. Like, <laughs> his cousin. 12-year-old son. Ah, <laughs> I going to win. <laughs> My goodness, like Rocky's grandson. <laughs> He's going to fight Rocky's son in Creed 4. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> They're running out of sons. <laughs> running out of sons. <laughs> All right, number 32. <laughs> we have 13 Lives coming out April 15th. This is directed by Ron Howard, starring Viggo Mortensen. It's based on a true story of a rescue mission. is assembled in Thailand where a group of young boys and their soccer coach are trapped in a system of underground caves that are flooding. Yeah, it's, this looks great. Ron Howard is one of the best uh, working today, and it's so great seeing Vigo in a big movie. Now, it's finally 2022, so you got to finally get your act together, everybody. Get yourself groomed up for the new year, new you. That's your resolution. Clean up your act. So I recommend getting the Lawnmower 4.0 Groomer from Manscaped.com. Use our coupon code RaidersOfTheLost at checkout for 20% off and free shipping on your entire order today. Manscaped is launching a bunch of new products this year, especially this month coming in January. We've been using their body wash and the 2-1 shampoo conditioner for the last couple of months. Fantastic stuff. We also have the Lawnmower 4.0 Groomer, which is skin safe, waterproof, has a 7,000 RPM motor, wireless charger, built-in light. You can use this in the shower. It's amazing. Fellas, you got to get on Manscaped. Their products are stuff you'll actually use. If anyone has a man in their life and you don't know what to get them for a gift, go to manscaped.com. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout for 20% off and free shipping worldwide. It's just a win-win for everybody. Are you a fan of movie posters? If you are, there's no better place to get your posters online than at movieposters.com, the number one place to get posters online. Head on over to that website and use our special promo code Raiders10 to get 10% off your order today. Movieposters.com has all sorts of sizes, framing, backlighting, whatever your poster needs are, they can handle it, as well as a selection of pretty much every single film and TV show imaginable. If you're looking at our set on YouTube, you will see that it is covered with these amazing posters. High quality stuff, everyone. I couldn't recommend it enough. Again, head on over to movieposters.com and use our promo code RAIDERS10 to get 10% off your order today. Number 33, we have 
She Said, coming out November 18th. This is directed by Maria Schrader, starring Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan. Uh, New York Times reporter Megan Twoey and J- and Jody Cantor break one of the most important stories in a generation, a story that helped launch the Me Too movement and shattered decades of silence around the subject of sexual assault in Hollywood. And this is, I think it's going to be focusing on the story of Harvey we- Weinstein. Yeah, that's the story they broke in the New York Times. Yeah. So it's going to be, it looks like a hotly anticipated inverse investigative journalism film. So looking forward for that one. And I don't think they'll have an actor playing Harvey um, Weinstein, I'm sure they'll just use you know stock footage of him instead. You think? Yeah, I think it'll be more about because like they, with Reagan and all the presidents, men they didn't have like someone playing Reagan. That's true. I mean Nixon. I'm sorry, Nixon. It was just like Nixon and footage on, yeah. on TV and stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe it, the best thing to do is not even have him on camera at all. Exactly. That's why? Why? Why have him on the in the film? Yeah, I think they'll just be. You'll, you'll see a photo of him in a newspaper or something. That's it. Yeah, I can see that. Next up, we have Beast, which comes out August 19th, and stars Idris Elba. A father and his two teenage daughters find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion, intent on proving that the Savannah has but one apex predator. Directed by Balthazar Kormakir, and this is just a really cool-sounding survival click. Yeah, it sounds like it could be a hit or miss, but I'm going to wait for the trailer to give my uh, two cents. thoughts because yeah. love Idris. But, I mean, the, the plot is sounds cool but also ridiculous at the same time. Yeah. A guy versus a lion. <laughs> but if you're going to have a guy versus a lion, Idris, Idris, is, the, Idris yeah. is the one. Like, sign he me played up. a lion. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, in, in Jungle, in Mowgli. All right, number 35, we have Uncharted. This is coming out very soon, February 18th. Wow, star- oh, my God. Starring Peter Paka, Tom Holland, <laughs> then Mikey Mike Wahlberg, directed by Ruben Flesher. The trailer looks pretty cool. It looks like, uh, uh, you know, there are a lot of scenes that they replicated from the game, like the end of the trailer, him falling out of the plane that's, like, straight up from the game. So that looks pretty cool. Uh, the story is a prequel to the game starring Holland as a younger Drake, showing us details of how he came to meet and befriend Sully. I was not sold by the trailer. I didn't think it looked very fun, and it just looked didn't just have. I didn't like the tone of it, or it just it just didn't do it for me. And then also the fact that it's coming out in February is also a bad sign of the film not being very good. Tom Holland stands right now are like fuming. What do I tell? What do I say about movies that go come out in January and February? Trash. That's where they go to die. Well, I mean, that's like when did Chaos Walking come out? So that's February. a Tom Holland f- movie February. that was one of the worst of the year. Nobody. Sure. I saw it on a plane, and I like fell asleep like three times during yeah. it. So, that, so I have a feeling this movie is going to be pretty underwhelming. I think it could be fun. I think it has a uh, you're nat- such a glass half full kind. It has of guy. a National Treasure campy vibe. Could, yeah, but it's not in the cage. Could be a good time. But I mean, Mark's close and Tom. Anyways, moving on to number thirty six, Operation Fortune, Rus de Guerre, coming up March eighteenth. This is Guy Ritchie's next film, starring Jason Statham, Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, Plaza. <laughs> Josh Hartnett and Hugh Grant, special agent Orson Fortune, and his team of operatives recruit one of Hollywood's biggest movie stars to help them on an undercover mission when the sale of a deadly new weapons technology threatens to disrupt the world order. This looks like just like a lot of fun. Jason Statham is great with comedy. If you saw the Melissa McCarthy's uh, spy movie, Spy. It's actually pretty funny. He's, he's hilarious in that movie. And I love Aubrey, Aubrey Lotz, so she's awesome. And this looks like a, a very similar cast to the gentleman, Hugh Grant, doing that great um hawk cockney accent and so this looks just like a, a fun shoot 'em up yeah we love guy Ritchie, love his movies i really like wrath of man i saw that twice mm-hmm. and i thought that was a pretty cool movie next up we have ambulance which is michael bay's new film this comes out on april 8th and is about two robbers who steal an ambulance after their heist goes awry only to dis- only to discover that there is a wounded cop being treated by an emt inside 
and the stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, and Aiza Gonzalez. Great cast. You can bet your ass there's going to be a 360 Michael Bay shot in this movie <laughs> There's going to be some helicopters all over the place. The first trailer, I wasn't sold on it, but the second trailer, it looks pretty cool. It looks like a good time. Yeah, Michael Bay is a good director. He yeah. definitely is. So, and, you we'll know, see. I, I said the first time we saw this trailer, like so many un, unproduced Hollywood scripts of people in L.A. just went out the window because it stars a guy who needs to get money for his sick wife. <laughs> so it's like every unproduced script in L.A. <laughs> Shit. Everyone's written a script like that. I could empathize with them. But yeah, it looks, it looks like a cool action movie. We'll see. Number 38, we have Don't Worry Darling, coming out September 23rd, directed by Olivia Wilde, starring Harry Styles and Florence Pugh. A 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. Sounds like a cultish kind of film. Kind of like Stepford Wives. I'm, I'm yeah. getting that vibe from the from the images and stuff and what, what the plot <clears throat> sounds like. Yeah, So and plus Florence Pugh is so talented, so I'll see anything she's in. Next up, we have you Won't Be Alone, which is a Swedish film, comes out on April 1st. In an isolated mountain village in the 19th century, a young girl is kidnapped and then transformed into a witch by an ancient spirit. And this stars Numi Rapace. This looks really wild. Looks like it's about a witch who raises a little girl to become a witch. Yeah, that's where I can directed tell Directed by Garan Stilevsky. Gotta check it out. It seems like a cool, cool vibe. Number 40, we have Morbius, which is coming out very soon. January 28th. Whoa, jeez, this is fast. Yeah, they started dropping trailers yeah. for this like uh, last month. Uh, stars Jared Leto in the main ca- in the lead role. Matt Smith, Michael Keaton. Uh, directed by Daniel Espinoza. Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood de- disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. So I'm not sure if you know Morbius is going to be a villain or a hero, anti-hero. We'll find out soon what's going to come. I'm not sure... What, did they they just released the trailer so recently? Yeah, very recently. Like that's so rare for a trailer to come out so soon up to its release date. That's strange. COVID man. Yeah, I guess like they were just like we need to put this here for our release. Because it's Sony, right? Sony. So yeah, I mean, because maybe they want to, you know, um, kowtow off the Spider Man. I think so. Yeah, so that makes sense. Because I feel like there wasn't another trailer before this one. They're trying to ride in that tailwind, bro. I mean, they got Jared Leto, so they got a famous face for it, so I'm sure it will sell itself. Next up, we have Scream, which comes out January 14th, so in only two weeks. Wow. 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new killer emerges. Sydney. Sydney. And Sydney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Directed by a pair of directors, Matt Bettinelli-Olpin, and Tyler Gillier, and they just recently directed Ready or Not. Which I saw for the first time the other night, and that movie is sick. Really, really well made. It's a fun movie. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Great in ending, terms huh? of Scream, yeah, incredible ending. Scream 5, when I heard it was getting made, I was pretty excited about it. Then I saw the trailer, I was a little... <laughs> <laughs> you were pretty excited about it. I was. I like I liked uh, Scream's one of my favorite horror movies of all the time, the original. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great Oh, I love film. the original Scream. It's so, fantastic. Uh, yeah, but, I mean... <laughs> The trailer just didn't sell me on it completely, and well, I'll, I'll check it out, but I just have a feeling it's not going to be that great. I don't, I don't know, man. I will say they have great posters. They're really good marketing I mean, yeah, campaign. great marketing campaign. Yeah. I mean, just what they've always done with Scream is really good marketing. And, um, you know, it's, we'll find out. Like, the trailer looks all right, and, but I the part where, like, she's like, oh, of course, I have a gun. I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. It's like, finally she has you a gun. You never had a gun before this, Sydney. I would have had a gun sequel. Number two, it, it took you 20 years of getting killed, nearly getting killed by serial killers before you finally carried a gun around. But like, who's the killer going to be? Is it going to be like Randy, Randy's heir, Randy's No, no, kid? so someone looked it up in like the the character name of like 
Jamie Kennedy's character, Randy, is a yeah same last name as like other char- of characters in this movie. Yeah. So so is it like Randy's cousin? I don't know. Randy's niece who <laughs> wants to steal the glory again. I, I don't know how they're gonna tie it to them. Yeah. Because Scream part of Ghostface thing is they have to be in some way related to Cindy's past. Yeah, and when we were doing our Scream episode, that's what we made fun of. Like, what are they going to do? Like, some it's guy, the, out. the janitor of the high school? <laughs> like, running out of connections. Some guy that set Cindy cut off in traffic? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cindy. It's an honor to I meet you. I was driving the Forester. <laughs> do you remember me? You flipped me off. <laughs> no, Why is it so hard to use a blinker? <laughs> you were texting and driving. <laughs> Safety first, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I'm kind of like a, a meh on a meh. And again, look at the release date. January. January. I'm sure some movies have come out that are good in January, you know. Anyways, moving on <laughs> to number 42. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent coming out April 22nd. This stars Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal, directed by, by Tom Gormican. It's a pretty funny story and idea. It's like very meta. It's about like Nick Cage playing himself. Uh, so a, a cash-strapped Nicolas Cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party, but is really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan is a drug pin. <laughs> a, a drug pit king lord. A drug pit king lord. <laughs> and gets cast. In you almost said it. And gets cast in a Tarantino movie. I swear to God, I almost said it again. Drug pit king lord. So the concept's pretty far out. Uh, I'll check it out. It seems like fun. Yeah, it looks. It looks very funny. Next up, we have Everything Everywhere All at Once, which comes out March 24th and is A24's next major film. An aging Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led, directed by a pair, Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinhart. This stars Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis, and this looks like it's an independent film take on the multiverse. Yeah, A24 production, right? Yes. We saw a trailer for this at um, the last film we saw in theaters. looks really, really cool. Correct. Really great cinematography. looks very creative. Definitely want to check it out because we're huge fans of the films that A24 comes out with. Indeed. And the actually, oh, we only have 44 because we learned last minute that the 45th was delayed this past week. So number 44, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We love Sonic. That's our childhood on Sega. Uh, it comes out April 25th. Idris Elba is going to be playing Knuckles, which is going to be epic. Jim Carrey's coming back. James Marsden also. Ben Schwartz as the title character. And it's going to be a good time. Tails is going to be in it, too. Yeah, Tails and Knuckles and Sonic all together. Hell yes. And so 45 was actually John Wick Chapter 4, but it literally just got delayed to 2023 this past week. I wonder why. Because that's a huge delay. Well, I mean, they were shooting four and five back to back, right? Yes, they're shooting. So they're together. going Lord of the Rings style. So maybe something happened where they had to change something or do reshoots, maybe yeah, a rewrite. Yeah, it's the only thing I can think of. Maybe it has to be a heavy change in the the storytelling. So they that have makes to. Sense. They, it, it'll, it'll affect the fifth film. So they have to make a change in the fourth film. What was the original date? May May twenty seventh, I believe, <clears throat> for twenty twenty two. Maybe it was just like a really stacked month, a couple of months, and they're like, we got to push it back to next year to actually make. Good money. But a whole year to push it off? Because no matter, a- honestly, it doesn't matter when John Wick comes out. It's going to make money. Yeah, but it's this. So, okay, Doctor Strange is coming out in Top May. Gun's coming out Top in May. Gun. So, Top Gun would have been the same day release, May 27th. They got scared off. That's and what I'm, it is. I'm, we can assume that maybe The Gray Man is coming out in May or June. And the same, it, maybe Knives Out is. I think that they pushed it back because there's too many movies coming out. That's my guess. It's possible. It makes sense. 
It's a stacked year. But, yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, Doctor Strange is coming out in May. That yeah, got pushed I mean, back, too. I mean, we've had, there's been three already. We're like, we can wait another year for John Wick. There's plenty of movies coming out this year. I, know, so. I was just disappointed. Yeah. Well, I love John Wick movies. I think you just want, you want to refresh in your palate after The Matrix Resurrections. Yeah, you know, I was Keanu. pretty disappointed by that movie. So, you know, and I love Keanu. Can't wait to check it out. But anyways, that wraps our most anticipated movies of 2022. Let us know what your most anticipated films are in the comments on YouTube and Instagram and social media and everything like that. Really hope you enjoyed this film. We are ecstatic about this year in film. There's a ton of bangers coming out. Can't wait to check them all out. Be sure to become a patron today at Raiders of the Lost Podcast. No, at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Thanks so much. Bye, everyone. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.